This podcast was created using Anchor. Boom, 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 boom. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, 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 dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Hum, dum, dum, da, da, It's good. So good. Oh. Since we're together. It's good. So good. So world with Brie and Dave. I'm Dave. And je m'appelle Brianna. Ooh, Francais. Bonjour. So are we going to do this whole episode in Francais? No, I just am practicing like different ways to say hello and my name is. Oh, that's sweet. Je <laughs> but I actually don't know my name is in many other languages. Uh-oh. Well, oh, estai? No. You know what? Let's start with French, and then okay, next okay. week we can keep adding. Okay, so in French we would say, Bonjour, you know je m'appelle Brionna. Do it again. Bonjour, je m'appelle Brionna. That sounded like one of those mm-hmm. app things. Duolingo. Duo, it sounded very Duolingo over here. I'm, I'm impressed. You know, babe, that brings me to a subject that I was going to bring up. <laughs> Already? It really does. I, I, I Babe? I know you don't like to talk about it, but I think this week you're going to be very excited. Oh. And this could give you some this could give you some incentive during the week of which countries you want to learn to say my name is in. Let's have an analytics check. Let's start with oh. our analytics check. Do we do we need a jingle for analytics check? Um, we probably do. Okay, just go. Um <laughs> I'll edit that out. Okay, and just go. It needs to be like Babysitter's Club. It needs to be like, analytics check. Oh, I like that. Give so me like my analytics check. check. Wait, wait. Did no, you wait. Give, give me, me my analytics check. check. Oh, that's not bad. Let me try it again. Give me my analytics check. 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 Can you do a different harmony? Can you do like, what do you do? Give me my I was I was going for something high. Here, you do the harmony. the The melody is "Give me my analytics check." Oof! You know what? Don't don't do that because you do not live up there. That's not you're not give a me, Give me my analytics check. Yeah, that? that's better. Give me my analytics check. Yep, babe, I, you didn't do the right. I know. Much. I I my my Oof, got a, my ear is my you ear is do. not what it Mm-mm. used to be when I was a kid. Analytics check. That's do my that. melody. Yeah. Give me my. Analytics check. Yeah, that's better. That's yes, better. we built it. Okay, so now did somebody voice memo that so we have that for later? That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna have it for later. Um, so, babe, go. We Come have, on and give me my. I want you. Analytics check. check. Gonna give you your analytics check. Good. Not bad. Now, babe, you remember what countries we have penetrated with our podcast oh, by dear. now, right? Do you remember? Um, we've we've penetrated Ireland. Yep. The UK. Yep. Mexico. Yep. The US of course. Yep. And that's all I thought. Babe, 
things are... Oh, no, Japan. Japan. And Japan. That is right. Babe, things are exploding up in here. Wait, what? We have... We have now penetrated the following... <laughs> Do we have to say penetrated? Is that a word we have to keep going with? It's, you know, standard of, 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 of industry. We have now <laughs> penetrated the following international markets in addition to those five you mentioned. Holy shit. You ready? Yes. Ireland. We already, I already said Ireland. Scotland. Woohoo! It gets crazy, babe. Iceland. Okay, hold up. Yep, I know. You're going to want to hold up for all of these. Get absolutely insane. Okay, go. Australia. Is that your Australian? <laughs> yeah. Australia, babe. We put a shrimp on the body. Oh, go ahead. Are you ready for this last one? Yeah. Singapore. Ooh. I don't know. And by the way, you guys, so here's our social meads. I'm Dave Lyrics. And I'm Brianna Marie. And Brianna Marie is B-R-Y-O-N-H-A Marie, M-A-R-I-E. And that's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. Uh, Brianna's on uh, the Facebook. I am not any longer on the Facebook. But I want you guys in these international markets. I want you to just send us a message. Let us know, you know, where you are, how you found us. Uh, because that's really exciting. Now, the other thing I'll say, babe, is that when you click on the U.S. tab, mm-hmm. only I can only do this on the computer. Okay. And you go and you see where in the U.S. we are. Okay. Our penetration into the United States <laughs> is deep. really deep. <laughs> Balls deep? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. That's repulsive, babe. Sorry, guys. We're are all you, adults here. Are you ready for the rundown of the... Okay. I, I, this is amazing to me. Yeah, I know to you it really is. There are states... <laughs> there are states that we have... Okay. That we are we have listeners. Okay. <laughs> oh, so we, so we gotten rid of penetrated? Yeah, just for the moment. Oh, just okay. For the moment. Okay, oh, there are well, states... Let's where, double back. There's, no, no. <laughs> that's done. We have states where there are listeners... And I don't know anyone in these states. Some of them I can go, oh, okay, I know who that is. Okay. New York has 25% of our listeners. That's not a surprise. Okay. California has 15%. Not as many as I thought. California has 15% of our listeners, and that's, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Ohio, then 11%. Mm, high. Illinois, 10%. That's shout out to Ryan. That's pretty much Ryan and Caleb. And no, and Carol and Peter. No, they're not listening to this. They got kids. Carol and Peter, get on it. Because you're, you're, you got to pace. Okay, then we've got 4% in New Jersey. That's going to be Lindsay and Lee. Uh, you think they're listening? Okay. I don't. And then we've got three. No, per- we've got, my friend Katie is listening. Shout out to Katie. Shout out to New Jersey. And then we've got 3% in your home state of Missouri. Mm, After that? that, it goes from 3 to 2 to 1 among these states. Michigan. Florida. Oh. Alabama. I think we know where that is. Who is listening to that? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Audrey. Audrey. But here we go. Kansas, Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina, Vermont, Indiana, Kentucky, Arizona, Not Texas. Kentucky. Yeah. Arizona, Texas, Massachusetts, Colorado, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Idaho, South Carolina, Wisconsin, the District of Columbia, Iowa, 
New Mexico, Oklahoma, Maine, Washington, Maryland, and Utah. Babe, we got Utah. Mor- we got Mormon listeners. So Mormon. Yes. <laughs> we love the Mormon listeners. Is it is it Oyoyo? Is it literally just Oyoyo? Is she back in in, in Salt Lake so. City? Oyoyo. I don't remember that show, you guys. Yeah, like, that was not the melody. No. Salt Lake City. The most perfect place. Okay. It's been a few years. <laughs> When I leave shows, people, I really leave them. And the okay? shows leave you. <laughs> I just was so blown away by that. And I will say that it gives me a little bit of validation for all the political material we do. Because we actually have listeners in swing states. Like 2% of our listeners are from Florida. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. So, I wonder what they're thinking of what's happening currently in I, the White House. And well, Walter Reed. That was our... Analytics check. Yes, yes, different key. Good job, babe. Still there. So that means we can go straight into this week in, in Gaggery. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon. We kind of thought the big story of the week was going to be the taxes. The taxes. He only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes, and then and zero. And then we thought it was white supremacy. Then we thought it was his inability or <laughs> his, his ability to only encourage white supremacists at the debate. Well, we actually thought the debate was going to be the big be story. The big story, but then here we are. <laughs> the president is sick. The president is sick. I think we knew that, but now he's real, real <laughs> now sick. he's like. Physically sick. He's real sick. Um, Dave, babe, let me ask you: did, When you first heard that uh, the president, oh lord, the president was sick, did you think maybe maybe this was just a hoax? I did. I so, thought it was a hoax, honey. When did that change? At what point? Well, because everybody started to get sick. And everybody and I was like, got this sick. hoax is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a, this would be a hard hoax to kind of hold on to anymore. Yeah, there'd be a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, I in mean, on immediately it. I thought, okay, this is just some way for them to get out of the debates because obviously we don't want to see that again. That was <laughs> that was like so traumatic. Um, like I want, I don't want to see two old white men bickering. Like that's like, <laughs> unless it's like. Larry David and like sure you know yeah nobody wants to see that Norman Lear right but like I don't want to see for comedy I don't want to see that in real life no I made David watch the um, debate he did not want to watch it and I was like no come on this will be funny it will really be like didn't. really believe it or not I know I'm the political junkie and I was like I can't take this and then I realized after it was horrifyingly over it was really Nicole Wallace who got on and immediately said, and this was the reason I knew in advance that I didn't want to watch what was going to happen. She said, this was like like abuse. This was an abuse of America. David, do you want to turn off your phone or is um, the podcast not important enough for okay. you to put it in airplane mode? It's 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 okay. There's so much going on. Um, sure. Uh, okay, we're in airplane just mode. just wait. Um, and she said, she said this was like abuse. This was like experiencing abuse. Like Donald Trump is. Uh, oh, there we go. Donald Trump. Ooh, oh, there we go. Oh. I need that money too. No, that. By the way, that was forty-five. No, no, no. That's forty-five dollars, <laughs> babe. You still owe me for our trip to Brighton Beach. Beach. Um. Anyway, 
and it it's what I've been feeling for a long time is that as a country we're we're going undergoing a trauma and we are in an abusive relationship. Oh my god, it's terrible. And uh, it's domestic with, with, violence with this man, and uh, and and we will be in PTSD uh, at whatever point it ends uh, for many many years to come. To say nothing for the physical toll, but that's why I didn't want to watch it. And boy, when she said when she brought in abuse, I was like, you know what? That's exactly right. That's exactly how I feel. Uh, like like it brought back, you know, all, sure. all, all of that childhood trauma, right? You just and and I think it had that effect on the electorate because thank God we're seeing the numbers come in from the result of it that prior to the COVID. Shameful. And, and the numbers are collapsing. Now, no one comes to us for political commentary, babe, but we do have an audience that no, goes out into do. the into the swing states. So guys, please vote. And what about you? What, 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 so what's your gaggery? You had gaggery. Okay, this is going to be lame-o papemo for me. Mm. But. I'll be the judge of that. Well, actually, the kids. Let's talk about spoonful of comfort. Oh, that's a good one. So, for me, you know, as most of our listeners know, we're dealing with our um, sweet, sweet Obi. Um, now, I'm just going to give you a quick update because she's been pretty consistently fine, and fine meaning she's slow and sometimes her mouth bleeds, but other than that. The normal signs, which everyone tells me to look for to know she's ready to go, is they are they are um, lack of appetite, doesn't want to drink water, isn't interested in you or anyone that comes to the apartment, uh, doesn't want to go out on walks, um, isn't eliminating, like all of those things. And she doesn't have any of those things. She has a great appetite. She has just some some type of zeal still. We went on a 45 minute walk through Riverside Park yesterday and aside from like mucus coming out of her mouth occasionally, which I do carry wet ones for that, um, she was fine. Should, and we, she, should we let the kids who are listening in Singapore know that? Okay, so for our listeners who don't know, Obiri is the name of my 15, she's about 15 year old Shepherd Boxer Rescue. And she was diagnosed with oral melanomas uh, about, what, 10 days ago? And, you know, we were ready. We actually had planned to put her to sleep last Thursday. And we woke up and we were like, I just don't, I can't really justify that right now. Because she's she's like ready to eat and gobbling down food and, you know. She's not following the traditional narrative, you know, of she started to decline and then the de- the de- declining just continued, you know, in this sort of um, neat trajectory downward. It's it's she's got good days and bad. She has good days and bad. And, and most, you know, they always say that when the bad numbers out or the bad days outnumber the good ones, that's when you kind of know. Um, but I, her bad days, she's still she's still pretty like up you know um so i'm trying not to be like a mother in denial i'm definitely like ready whenever she's ready but i i haven't gotten to that point where i'm like i know when it's time so we canceled the thing on thursday and she's been great um with you know great within her thing like i'm still very aware that she is i hate to say it but she's dying and so i'm very aware of that and i'm ready to let her go more so than I was, you know, a week ago. Um, 
whenever she tells me. So anyway, I have some amazing, amazing friends who listen to this podcast and who are also just like great life friends. And um, they've been sending flowers and they've been sending like care packages. And one of the packages we got was a um, from a company called Spoonful of Comfort. And I had not heard of it. Um, and it's a gag for me because she sent me soup. She said, so, mm. you know, what you do for people when they're grieving, um, you, you make them food and you bring it to their door and she can't do that because she's in California. So she sent us a giant, it's like this company puts it together and you can, you can sort of make it how you want the package, but she put in, um, like dinner rolls and this big thing of soup. It was a uh, chicken Poblano. Roasted chicken poblano soup. Oh, it was oh, good. Oh, my God. Or chowder. It was oh, so good. Insane. We ate it for two meals. Yeah. The dinner rolls, you know you know me. I got to put them in the oven for five minutes and put a little butter inside and then top it with finishing salt. But, oh, my God, they were so good. So good. And it High came, quality. Yes. And it came with half a dozen cookies, snickerdoodles, which are Oof. one of my faves. So, it, It's honestly, like if you have someone who needs some comfort, spoonful of comfort. But use Spoonful of Comfort because, honestly, we got it and we were like, oh, well, let's not make dinner tonight. We have this. Oh, and also it comes with a big complimentary spoon. Ladle. Yeah. That's really cute. Which is really, really cute. Um, so so I big would, thank you to... Big thank you to Miss Molly O'Neill and Daniel Perino, who are engaged. Yes. Um, of of Van Nuys. Um, and just oh the Van Nuys Perinos yes 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 okay yes sure, just in sure, case sure. you were confused um yeah it was really really delicious and it's just a good you know sometimes I was talking to the Marco Polo girls we we usually send Harry and David baskets love Harry and David we love Harry and David but it can be sometimes Harry and David feels a little old fashioned however we do get the magazine of Harry and David stuff and you can you can buy lobsters for people through Harry and David I don't oh, know I didn't if you know, know. That. No, you I don't didn't ever know that. flip through but you know I do I just get those gift baskets yeah we always get the simple gift baskets which is great but um I like the spoonful of comfort because you can send an entire meal to someone. That was really it was just so good, good stuff, hearty and delicious and thoughtful. So thank you again. And um, if you know anyone who's going through a hard time, or also they have care packages if people are homesick, they have like birthday gifts that you know they do all of thank you whatever, and you can make it your own. And um, it, just check it out on www.spoonfulofcomfort.com. We love we love that company. So let's move on, David. What is your This Week in Gaggery? I have two This Week in Gaggeries. Oh! And they're both my wife. Oh, oh. I had no so, idea this was happening. I'm very confused. So first, this week was Brianna Marie Parham Goldsmith Night on television. <laughs> well, not really television, but um, if you like to mirror your TV. For us, it was screen. on television because what was streaming online, we, we mirrored to Always. Our, yes. Always. Makes us feel like we're going to a concert. And there were, and we did. And there were two events this week. Let's talk about them because the first one, uh, the glorious Brianna Marie Parham Goldsmith sang Climb Every Mountain. Yes. From our bedroom live. No, it wasn't live. It was, it was on tape. <laughs> Um, which was glorious and uh, made all the kids cry. And I'm going to play a little of it for you. <gasps> oh, David. Right oh, now. God. Oh, kill Climb me. every mountain for 
a dream that will need all the love you can give every day of your life for as long as you live climb every mountain ford every street that beautiful yeah it was great you know i've listened to it like only two or three times and and now i'm to the point where i hate it i hate the sound of my voice well <laughs> no one agrees with you so yeah 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 and the other so before we move on yeah tell the kids what the it would this was for um this was for a school in new york city on like 50 something street we, we didn't used to live far from it called the facing history school um which they're, uh, they bring in kids who really can't afford it, and they bring them in and ho- sort of help you get your talents together. It's not just a performing arts school. Uh, whatever your talents are, whatever you express interest in, they sort of gear you toward that. It's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, BIPOC kids involved, and um, our friend Matthew Johnson Harris put it together, and... Uh, he actually put together a really entertaining night of really talented artists coming together and just uh, what was cool about it is that it was black, mostly BIPOC people singing Golden Age musical theater, which you don't get to see a lot. Um, so, and that's mostly <laughs> what I get hired to do. So, uh, it was really cool to be a part of, and I think they they wanted to raise two grand they're they're doing a 10 grand fundraiser but two grand from the the night and i think they've reached their goal or are very very close like a few hundred dollars off so um thank you to anyone who's donated and watched and if you haven't watched please check out the video on my social media and please give anything that you can to that uh organization because they're doing really cool things in real time in a real pandemic and, and also, not in the pandemic, too, but they're still doing it now. And then there's part two of Brianna Marie Parham Week on television, which, honestly, I just want to say, this is from the New York Theater Barn, and we don't, this is a no-snark zone when it comes to music theater, because we're no all working hard, uh, and, uh, and there's no need for us to uh, cannibalize ourselves because we'll have plenty of people who will eat us up for for us. (laughs) Um, But I want to just say that uh, Brianna sang a piece um, that I loved, and I looked at the chart when when it showed up, and I said, I like this piece of material, and I hate everything, just that I will say. Uh, (laughs) But I liked this piece of material just from when I looked at the chart, and then, of course, she performed it, and I just couldn't, when I finally saw it the other night when it was streaming, uh, you know, on this uh, on this New York Theater Barn presentation online, I just was, as I often am when she performs, when Brianna performs, you know, I was really driven to tears. And I don't mean moved to tears, I mean driven to tears. Her voice just, you know, reaches in, grabs your heart, pulls it out, looks at it for a second while it's beating, and then decides it was going to put it back in. And then meanwhile, you're just devastated. Uh, but that performance 
and that piece of material there were so many things of beauty about it and i you, I, I don't know if you can even get to it anymore you uh, can if you go to the new york new york theater barns website they have a whole series that um celebrates new works and um they have uh, it's called the new work series and it's every wednesday but um I think you can look at past live streams, which would be from last week. The show is called Borderline, um, and it's about a girl who's diagnosed with uh, borderline personality, personality disorder. disorder. And um, the lyric, music and lyrics are, are both by Benjamin Velez. Um, and the book is by Ariana Garber. And the reason that I got involved with it is because I'm kind of working a little bit for the future with Sarna Lapine, who is... Um, uh, James Lapine's niece and not his daughter which I made that mistake of saying but um, she is doing uh, we're, we're doing a project hopefully for 2021 and she asked me to be a part of this um, she's really really cool and I found the music to be like kind of haunting and beautiful and I don't get asked to do a lot of contemporary music theater so I said yes and of course I wanted to just like do anything with Sarna even though I had very little contact with her but um so my care so a girl gets diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and I play her her psychologist therapist whatever who has to convince her father that she's losing herself in her own world she also happens to be an artist and so the song works on two levels because she's losing herself literally by going off of her pills but then also she sort of describes it by talking about the world of the art that she creates and so it's very poetic language um and it's really i thought it was really cool and i didn't of course think that i did well enough with it but then i looked at the final thing and i was like okay this is actually decent so i'm gonna play just a little hair of it for Lord you now Jesus, it's called us. uh the land of lost and found she's been waiting for a while for a person to appear she's been lonely in the dark where each minute lasts a year while she waits she hums her song just a whisper of a sound in the land of lost and found in her loneliness she cries and her tears as red as blood as they stream across her face and they sink into the mud Soon she stands inside a pool and can barely see the ground. She'll be lost if she's not found. And the pool of red begins to spread. The tide is turning and the waves are churning as the melody she hums rapidly becomes a symphony of sorrow, crashing as it surges, reaching a crescendo. to swim you must try and grab her hand save her life before she's drowned as she sinks beneath the waves to be buried down below someone reaches out a hand should she grab it or let go 
Could there really be a light in the darkness that surrounds? Will the girl be lost or found? Um, so yeah, so that's just... I hated it. It's no, I actually like that one. It's glorious. The music is is very simple and very haunting. It's not trying to do. It's not fussy in any way. Uh, it just goes directly to the heart. And uh, the I love the metaphor that this doctor is using to yeah, try and really get cool. through to this uh, this ill character's father. So I found the confluence of all of those competing, contrasting. Um, elements to be incredibly moving and I hope you'll go online and watch. Can we put it on your social on your social meds? Yeah, I could put it on my social media. So meds. go look I've on kind Brianna. Of already done it, go look on Brianna Marie. We're gonna post that for for you guys for yeah, social yeah, yeah. I gotta do a figure out how to do a link tree. And uh, so that's me and that means that was this week in, in Gaggery <laughs> Yes. We'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back. So, babe. Hi, everybody. Hi. I sort of had a correction from last week. Father? Correction. I know your father. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it better when you do it, though, so. Correction. I know your father. Yeah, that's that. I, I think we can have both, but I, I really always prefer yours. Yeah, actually, I sound a lot like him. Last week, I tried to be nice about Amy Coney Barrett. Let's just call it for what it is. She's a monster. Okay? That's my correction. Wow, really? Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. She's a monster. Um, <laughs> and this whole thing that her ceremony with the Republicans in the Rose Garden turned out to become the super spreader event that right. sent everyone to the hospital and is probably going to knock out the Judiciary Committee uh, so that she can't get... Mm -hmm. nominated before the election is something that if I had written it, I would have gotten notes back saying this is too on the nose and too neat and too tidy. Take it back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm not even going to get into it because that's not why we, why we come here. And I also wanted to, I wanted to check and see if you knew. Probably not. That I, I snuck back in and did an extra three minutes last week after the show. Did you listen to last week's episode? No, I haven't. You know, I don't listen to the, the episodes because I'm just going to judge myself. Aww. So. Well, I listen to them because I edit you. And you're fantastic every week. But I just felt last week like there was some uh, unfinished weekly business that we needed to get to. So um, I just wanted to just reveal that to you. I went back and talked about Brianna Taylor because we hadn't talked about her. And I know that, like, you're her whole thing when that when that verdict came back was about um that they didn't even mention her name in the in the charging documents to those cops that attorney general came out and didn't say even mention her name and uh, i just thought that was absolutely you know metaphorically and literally outrageous mm. um and uh, so i just felt like i didn't want to erase her from the um, the episode as she had been erased from her own episode and then I didn't want to erase you from your own episode by springing it on you but I'm springing it on you now 
Well, that's so interesting because, you know, didn't I bring it up and you edited it out? No. You've done that, like, either this week, last week or No, that was just, no, no, we didn't talk about Brianna last week. No, 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 no. I brought her up during one of our podcasts. It was the one before. It was the one before, and you were like, I'm going to edit that out. Oh. And I was like, okay. So here's the thing, though. I know that our, our podcast leans, sometimes it leans to politics, but... Like, I think, you know, we, we do couples therapy every other week and our therapist was like, you know, but don't, when you speak about all these politics, do you ever talk about like how it affects you guys as a couple? Cause that's why people are tuning in, right? Like they want to know about you guys. And so I think mentioning Brianna Taylor for me is important because I, I feel like we get erased so often, black women. And I have felt that even in my own career. Um, I have felt unseen, like that's my biggest thing. It's like, I'm like over here giving you Tony nominated work and it's like unseen. And I've always felt like if she's in the top of my mind, we need to talk about Miss Brianna because number one, I mean, hello. And then she got my name. It could be me. I could have been asleep, you know. Yeah, so so I want to just give you a chance to actually, you know, have that... uh at that moment yeah well I think at the time we were talking about like why that verdict why the settlement the million dollar settlement settlement, or whatever was like I wanted to talk about why it was okay or why it wasn't okay I mean I'm glad that the family gets that money but at the same time the actual charges were not actually for killing her they were for like bullets not for the bullets that went into stray houses right (laughs) which is like they, a, a really, it's it's really shitty. It's like we went out of our way to make you feel like you don't matter. Actually, even after all of these protests, we want to make you know that we're not thinking of that life, and it's really upsetting. And um, so, yeah, that's something I always want to mention. Even though, yes, sometimes our podcast gets a little heavy, but I mean, just look at like black people. We keep we just keep going even when every day feels heavy like this. And of course it's calmed down a bit and the protests have calmed down and the rioting has calmed down. But like the issues are still there and we're all afraid that it was a passing moment in social media. It was a social media movement and blah, blah, blah. And white people said they're going to be our allies. But like when it actually comes down to it and the pandemic is over and we're back to our normal lives, Will people really remember what happened and stay, you know, vigilant about equality? And I just don't know. I don't know. So I I just want to say that, you know, the work is not done. Because for me, as a black woman moving through America, moving through New York City, which is actually one of the most segregated places ever, like, it is a never-ending struggle. And that's a part, that's just something we have to realize when we're young and we have to sign on to if we want to, you know, be anything in this life. So I, I urge my white people to sign on to like the long, the long journey, which this will be. And it doesn't mean you have to read every damn book. It doesn't mean you have to call every black friend all the time. It just means like, just have, be aware of it. Think of it in times when you wouldn't normally 
when you go out to outdoor dine and your your essential worker is a brown person like just think of like the weight that they're carrying we're all carrying weight it's really hard out here but like that is an internal weight we don't get to take off when the pandemic ends you know so yeah i just wanted to give you that chance babe to talk well, about what i talked about at the end of the episode last week because we didn't get to it last week okay I, yeah, I didn't know that you added it. So thank you for adding it. But also, you could have done it the week before. <laughs> well, the week before, we were just... Well, we I want to just... make sure we're not serving a white savior complex here, so... Right. Oh, you mean me? Yes. Oh, right, right, You right. think you done something because you put in three minutes of Breonna Taylor? Well, it was, it was more like four. And, you, know, <laughs> and you, you haven't really, like listen to it yet i mean you could actually reserve judgment from therapy you guys were working on authenticity in right. all of our moments and that means which, we're just going to be bitchier to each other <laughs> right we we pretty we are pretty much very authentic with each other like at all times which is why we're so successful as a couple but now we're just being really bitchy to each other and then being like oh, that's my authentic self <laughs> how dare so, you well we had this hour long very nice i thought very productive uh, couples therapy session and at the end of the session, she said, so I want you two to think about how to be as authentic with each other as you possibly can be, which immediately raised the question, have we seemed to be inauthentic to you for the last hour? Right. Because we thought we were being very real with each other. So clearly there's more work to be done, babe. There's always more work to be done. Well, I just, I think people really gag at like how happy we are. Is that so? You think she's like on the other end of it going? No, well, no, no, no. Because she's you know this is not our first session. Okay, right. we've been in many sessions. And she's and she she's, knows us. Really. Yes, yes, yes. So she knows how we are. But I think she was getting down to like sometimes we both have this thing of like what we talked about. We want to outgive each other. So we're always considering the other person's feelings and adjusting. And sometimes we think we know what they're feeling, and we adjust ourselves before we even know exactly what's happening so i think she was trying to get rid of that initial you know moment of adjusting ourselves to right. what we think the other person needs right um so yeah and i'm totally down with that because there are sometimes where i will do that or but not really with david to be honest I'm yeah very i feel like i mean she may have been talking to me but i feel like you are absolutely I don't ever feel like you're inauthentic with me, really. I mean, except maybe insofar as I think there's an interesting line between um, what you might consider somewhat inauthentic and working past how you may be feeling in the moment to uh -huh. give what you know you need to give to get to the next moment. Right. And, and I don't want to sacrifice that effort because I find that when I make that effort of, I don't want to get up and unload all of the dishes right now, <laughs> but I know it would make her happy, so I'm just going to do it. But my authentic self would be, fuck no, I'm just gonna <laughs> sit here in the corner of this couch and watch another episode of Shit's Creek. That would be my authentic self. But At seven in the morning? Oh, well, whenever, I'm just using that as an example. Oh, okay, because you, you get up so early. I just feel like that's... No, but when I get up in the morning, I'm, I am doing all the things. I'm, I'm... Yeah, he really does all the things. Oof, thank God. Um, um, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about, it's like, like if what, sure. whatever the thing is, I do think that little bit of effort that is not necessarily what I want to do 
And I, I guess I know the times when you're doing that. And I so appreciate them. Like, just, I, I so appreciate them. Like, just even today, when we finished working out, and you just oh. broke out the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so I, and I was, and I went to take a shower. And I was in that shower thinking, well, she's doing a chore while I am just taking a shower. And that's, I, 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 I've clocked it, like, you know. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it's a treat for both of us. Most of the things I do around the house, I just want to make it, like, nice for us. Or anytime, like you said, anytime I'm online and I'm looking at something, it's because I want to buy something for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't really, it, it. I don't think of it as a chore because I'm also a clean freak, and I don't like the way you vacuum. So. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> well, it's just a lot of trouble, so it's easiest and fastest for me to just do it myself. Yeah. And then I could get better at vacuuming, though. You could, but why? Well, because you shouldn't no, always no. have to. No, and I'm not all. I don't always. Sometimes you do it. I just can't watch you because it's like a lot of effort. Oh. Because he doesn't quite understand all the attachments on the vacuum, but I don't want to talk about it anyway. There's um, a lot of attachments, <laughs> babe. There's a lot of attachments, and David gets very caught up in how all the ways the, the they, vacuum comes apart and comes back together. They confuse me. I know. I didn't train for that at conservatory. <laughs> oh yes. So um, maybe she just had an hour of us, and she was just like, "I'm just gonna throw up these two. No. Okay. Well, hope not. I hope not, because that's our listening base. I will also tell you that in our demographic breakdown, it is 65% women and 35%. Well, no. God. Well, it's like 65, it's like 64, 34, and then like 1 or 2%. Um, Maybe we should add more sports talk. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, let's have some sports talk, babe. Well, I will. <laughs> okay, come on, brah. Kansas I, City. I Hey, hey, hey. I will say. This Mahomes. Is, Oh, that's it. That's words, all I got. Words. That's all I got. <laughs> Quarterback. Um. <laughs> oh my God. The Chiefs. So they were supposed to play uh, tonight, and that is not happening because there have been positive Corona tests on both teams, the Ooh. New England Pats and the Kansas City Chiefs. So, and I think their quarterback, uh, what's his name? Cat. Oh, I don't know what theirs is. Ours is Mahomes. <laughs> So, yes, uh, and so that, that was is kind of football. Free <laughs> and Dave Sports Talk. Yeah, we do need a sports talk. Ow! And that's it, because I, our <laughs> demographics are just going in the toilet right now. There's nobody Well, no, my cares. Kansas City listeners care. Okay. All right, Kansas City listeners, I get. Up. I always get nervous whenever we play New England. I, I get nervous anytime anyone plays New Babe, England. i got to be honest with you. I've known you for, like, five years. I've never seen you get nervous about sports. Yeah, I don't really care, but I, I, I care about the Chiefs so okay. I, and, and our true. record, right? That's so, true. like, if they're playing them, I get nervous, but it's fine. What else should we talk about that came out of our therapy session? Oh, um... Because while we're on the subject... Accountability. Oh, oh and yeah. a great quote. Oh, do you have it? The quote goes like this. You wouldn't care about what people think of you if you knew how seldom they did. Thank you. Take that in. Let's hear it again. You wouldn't care about what people think of you if you knew how seldom they did. There you go. That's from our therapist. That's a good one. Yeah. Do we think? Do we care about what people think? I definitely. I think less so than me. Yeah. Probably. Um, but at the same time, I do feel. Oh, what we were talking about were boundaries. Yes. And accountability. We were saying that like this pandemic 
we try to stay in a place of gratitude for all the things that it's taught us and the things that we didn't communicate about before that we now do and that we're thriving, like, like saving. We didn't communicate about that. Of course, we had to when this happened because our careers got shut down overnight. Shut down. And once we had that really difficult, awkward, uncomfortable uh, conversation, then we were able to, to start from zero and go to 100. So now I feel like our, our money situation is like the best it's ever been together and, and even apart. We're, we're really good. And it's just because we both were avoiding things because I didn't want him to feel any type of way and he didn't want me to feel any type of way. And Things were going really great for both of us. Things were going great. We had more work that we could handle, so it wasn't even like a question of... Right, we like, weren't like, oh God, is there going to be enough money there ever? <laughs> but then we had to be with the pandemic and it was like, oh, we need to speak about this. And by the way, we were, what, six months into being married by that point. Yes. So that was definitely, those were conversations we absolutely should have had before we oh, got married. Oh, absolutely. But we had them to a very minimal degree, but it was... Money is hard. So I will say that that's, if, if I had it to do over again, that would have been, that would have been something I would have, but it t- would have taken a lot of courage that I probably didn't have, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And But luckily we, uh, we are able to kind of get through... We are. It's uncomfortable, but like we're better now because of it. We're in such a better place than yeah. we were. Any of those difficult conversations, if you face them. I mean, we're not ro- taking baths in money, but we're definitely like. No, I mean, we, we just look. We're okay. Our careers, both of them, which were thriving and too busy to even deal with when this hit, shut down overnight. And we are, you know, that, and that's where we are. And, and will be. For, and will be for the, probably another year. Yeah. And so, you know, we had to then look at each other and have, you know, this difficult conversation. And it was also a gradual, it was, even though things shut down overnight, if you remember at the beginning of this in March, it was like, well, we'll be open again by April. and By July, they said. Well, first it was April, and then it was July. I mean, there there were, this was a rolling open, you know, thing. And I, just because I, I, I'm just obsessed with, watching and and reading i knew this was at least a year if not more i knew it as we were shutting down but i still hoped that all of the rosy predictions would come true so the conversation was not necessarily like you know today it's black and tomorrow and yesterday it was white and now we have to have this conversation it was still well i can cling to the hope that this workshop that that you know i've got coming up in june is still gonna come is still gonna happen yeah and i and, had a you know i had a summer gig in at the muni and i had a, a an or a symphony gig at san diego and we were like okay those things will will probably still happen and then slowly it became very clear that those things wouldn't happen and so we both had to turn to each other and have that conversation but this is not why i started it we we started talking about what we learned in in therapy which was accountability and and um boundaries and i had said for me my it's been better for me to help learn how to enforce my boundaries during the pandemic because i have always been a pretty like clear blunt girl i've always said uh, no, I don't want to go with the, the group. I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, it's not hard for me to say no to people, usually. Unless it's something career-oriented, then it gets hard, and then I put myself through hoops that I don't need to jump through because I'm always like, well, it's the opportunity, and I don't need to. So this pandemic, it's been great because I've been, we both have been, so protective of our energy 
um, in our house because it's just us, you know, and we have to take care of each other, which means that you don't allow certain people who you know suck your energy or who require more than they can give. We don't allow those people, I don't even allow them phone time sometimes uh, because that can also take it all out of you. So, and, and obviously we can't have really guests unless they're in our pod. And so it's, it's a really interesting thing because it's not what I asked for, but it's a great exercise in learning how to know when you just want your own energy and your partner's energy and you don't want to muck it up with other people's because everybody's going through insecurity and fear and you know sickness and you know it's this is a really it's a charged time and not everybody is handling it in a healthy manner and so I'm just like unless I see you making great strides emotionally and and mentally during this pandemic you're not really allowed over and you're not actually allowed a FaceTime either <laughs> well I think the accountability has to do with the areas where you and I knowing you know each other as well as we do look at each other and go okay I need to we need to work out today we haven't worked out and someone needs to mm-hmm. step up and make that happen yeah. It's usually you, but if 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 it's not gonna today be was you, not me. right? Today was me because that's the agreement we have with each other, or yeah. you know. So those those kinds of those kinds of issues where, look, as Brianna's saying, this has been a shit show of a year. It's been for everyone, uh, and our dog is about to die. So this is like really, twenty twenty can just fuck right off as far as I'm concerned. But having said that, you always have to look at where the opportunities are in the crises and in this case this has been a great opportunity to get all of my projects in tip-top shape that they've never been that have been in development for in some cases 10 to 12 years or more and 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 I've really taken the time to do that and I'm sure that you all have examples or want to have examples of, of ways in which you've taken advantage of this this pause to make an investment in the future when this is over but along with that still come moments when we need to turn to whatever we need to turn to and for my case of course we all know it's food and Mm -hmm. uh so you know the accountability there is you know it goes both ways and i think she was speaking to to that yeah for us we really thrive with schedule because we're used to being scheduled within an inch of our lives. Um, so if we have, we don't have that, we can tend to be very artist, artisty and, and not, you know, not plan our day and sort of go with the flow. And sometimes that's great, but if too much of it is not good balance. So we've been very, we've been trying to keep a, a light schedule to our day, some type of, you know, consistent thing that we do and one of them is working out and it also makes us feel better afterward I will say I really didn't want to work out today it was only 40 minutes but I I felt so good afterward you know and emotionally it really helps keep things in check with OB dealing with her and you know because we wake up every day we we just are thankful that we have her and but it's also you're always on edge because you're thinking like when is she like how is she today what will she look like 
is she going to have energy? Will she have diarrhea? Those things. So, you know, and that keeps you on edge. And it's just nice to have balance for those things. So I think we're both holding each other accountable for balance in our lives. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So that was our therapy session. Can we call that a call out, call in or no? Why not? So let's say that was... Call out, call in, call out, call in, call out, call in. And bring it back. Call out. And what? And in. Hey. What's happening for Halloween? What are people doing? Because we can't go to a party. This is my favorite holiday. I don't know what, what the time is at, but this is my favorite holiday, Halloween. Christmas is a close second, but I love horror movies. I love scary movies. I love pumpkins. I love carving them. I love apple cider. I like pumpkin spice things. David really loves pumpkin spice things. Anyway, so I'm just wondering, like, what is everyone doing? Because these, what is it, NYC, like, Spirit of Halloween, like, they just opened down the street on 72nd, and I'm like, should I go get a costume? And then I'm like, for what? So I can just like take pictures in it, like in my house, which is kind of what we did last year um, (laughs) when we could go out. But I'm just wondering, what are you guys doing for Halloween and and how are you going to celebrate it? And how do you feel about, you know, October and the scary movie month? A lot of my friends watch a scary movie every night, uh, the month of October. I can't commit to that, but I'm just wondering, like, does anyone do that? How are you celebrating? the autumnal season now my issue is we started a show called it's called it's called pen 15 but it's called 15 because the the that 15 looks like is which then looks like penis so anyway it's about high i think they're in middle school or high school girls we just got through the first episode but um it was a direct pull from Clueless and two different shots. And I was just like, what's going on? Has anyone noticed this? This is on, I think, Hulu. Um, let me know if you're watching that show or not. What other shows are we watching? Oh, that's good, babe. Lovecraft went, they went crazy. They lost oh, us we again. Should, yeah, we needed to kind of, we should have a Lovecraft ep, uh, update. Well, it was, uh, you know. Lovecraft update. Um. <laughs> It really, the Korea episode, we loved it. Then we went back to regular programming, which was sleepy for us. Well, it wasn't just sleepy. It went back to just a total mess again. Oh, my God. And this is why I'm confused is that I see so many people on social media talking about how great it is. And I'm like, are you guys watching the same show I'm watching? Can you tell me what's happening? We have that experience frequently though we really do pieces of material that sort of make noise like they're more profound than they are Mm -hmm. and then you and i are actually looking at it and going wait a minute nothing's happening except the noise actually happening and i watch television shows to see what's happening yeah and i want it to line up and make sense and sometimes if it doesn't make sense at first i'm like okay i'm on board though because a lot of directors they like scramble things for you and then the season starts to make sense halfway through no, um, no, no. That's not happening here. This is not happening. I mean, we we're only continue have two watch. episodes left. We are going to hate watch this to the end. Because, we're over there, honey. Um, and The Vow is uh, great. 
Keep, we love the Val. Keep, keep that warming up. Big Brother still golden. Wow. We need to get Memphis off, though. Anyway. I Listen, I'm not a Big Brother. I mean, I'm sitting there passively, like, doing other things while you're watching Big Brother. But I will say, it is it is distressing to me every time I watch Big Brother that it's the people of color who get voted off first. Or, or the LGBTQ people. The, 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 those people are always the ones. They're the first to get voted off so we can get to the just... The white cis people. And yeah. it's it's absolutely alarming to me. It's really weird, but you know why? It makes sense. We're the strongest. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> it was ever thus. Yeah. All right, babe. So are we are we done? I actually have uh I have something very heady to go out with. Oh, I, I can't wait. I don't know how this is gonna go down. <laughs> Look, so guys, this is in all likelihood the last week we're gonna have uh our little girl Ovi with yeah. us. So I I just found a poem um, by uh, by uh, by uh, the great Pablo Neruda, and it's called "A Dog Has Died." Oh, babe, you can't read this yet. I'm gonna. Oh, should I not read it yet. You should save this for later. Don't put her in her grave, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so let me do another poem about a dog. <laughs> We're not reading a poem about a dead dog when our dog is in the living room right now. She'll hear you. So here's here's what I've got. I've got a poem by E.B. White. Okay? okay. It's called Dog Around the Block. Dog Around the Block. <laughs> sniff. Hydrant sniffing. Corner grating. Sniffing. Always starting forward. Backward dragging. Sniffing backward. Leash at taut, leash at dangle, leash in people's feet and tangle. Sniffing dog apprised of smellings, love of life and fronts of dwellings. Meeting enemies, loving old acquaintance, sniff, sniffing hydrant for reminders. Leg against the wall, raise, leaving, grating, corner greeting. Chance for meeting, sniff, meeting, meeting, telling, news of smelling. Nose to tail, tail to nose, rigid, careful, pose, liking, partly liking, hating, then another hydrant, grating, leash at taut, leash at dangle, tangle, sniff, untangle, dog around the block, sniff. And scene? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I, I can try another one. <laughs> subscribe and if you want to tell us how we're doing please leave us a rating or a review if you'd like to follow us on social media i'm brianna marie and he's dave lyrics music for this podcast is by Bo black thanks for listening everybody look forward to having you back for the next episode taste the swirl everyone